Life Audio. Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. There are so many ways that we see in the Bible that God speaks to His people because God wants to speak to us. And as we look through the story of Jesus' birth in the Bible this Christmas season, we see that God is speaking in various ways. Today, we're going to talk about how God speaks through angels, through His Holy Spirit, through dreams, through confirmation, and how all of that is confirmed through the birth story of Jesus. Stay tuned. In the past decade, the Action Bible has helped millions of kids across the world better understand the stories of the Bible. Through vivid illustrations and fast-paced stories, children have engaged in God's Word like never before. Now, in 2024, there is a new edition, the Faith in Action Edition, with enhanced features. The Action Bible Faith in Action Edition has a new color design, 230 Bible stories, and digital resources that will help kids grow in the knowledge of God's Word. These resources include hundreds of devotionals, prayers, timelines, maps, Bible facts, teaching videos, activities, and more. Additionally, kids will learn about seven major themes of the Bible. These themes include courage, faith, hope, love, service, trust, and wisdom. The Faith in Action Edition is the most complete illustrated Bible for kids. You can purchase your copy today of the Action Bible Faith in Action Edition at Sam's Club, Barnes & Noble, ChristianBook.com, or wherever books are sold. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at LifeAudio.com. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I encourage, equip and empower women in the love and truth of Jesus Christ. So I've been sharing with you over the past few episodes that currently in our Beloved Women app membership, we are going through an Advent devotional together. It's 25 days and we are reading through the story of Jesus' birth in the Bible. And each day has a reading, a focus verse, a devotional, and a prayer for that day. And if you want to join us, there is still time. You can go to belovedwomen.org forward slash join or download the Beloved Women app in the Apple or Google Play stores and just start with us wherever we are, whatever day that we're on. It's a very low-key series, very simple daily exercises just to get us immersed in the story of Jesus' birth and the miracle of his birth and what that means for us today. But as I was preparing for that devotional series that we're going through in the Beloved Women app, it really made me think about this podcast and how we talk about prayer and how God speaks to us in different ways. And I was so amazed because every turn of the story of Jesus' birth, we see God speaking to his people in numerous ways. And it just really excited me because as I've shared so many times on this podcast, God is speaking to his people. And we see this so clearly in the Bible as we read the story of Jesus' birth 
And I just want to chat with you about some of those ways that God just went above and beyond to make sure that his people knew that one, he was he was speaking to them, that he was moving in their lives in this situation and that his word was true. And so the first encounter that we see with God speaking when it comes to the story of Christ's birth is actually to Zechariah. He was a priest and he is the father of John the Baptist. John the Baptist was a prophet who prepared the way for Jesus to come. And so what we have to realize is that hundreds of years had passed since there was a prophetic word from God to his people. And that's the time between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so there's just silence here. There's just silence. God hasn't given them a word. We don't know what's going on. And I imagine the doubt that can arise in those particular scenarios, those seasons where you feel like God is silent. And God comes back with a message from an angel to Zechariah to say all those prophecies that he spoke to his people in the Old Testament about the coming Messiah are upon us. And Jesus is coming. And the angel tells Zechariah that his son will prepare the way for Jesus and John the Baptist is going to be born. Now, this was significant because Zechariah and his wife, Elizabeth, were very old in age. And so he had a hard time believing this. And you can read that story in Luke chapter one. However, God uses an angel to speak to Zechariah and tell him what's going to happen. Again, we see an angel come to Mary and after that and tell Mary that she will birth Jesus, the Messiah. When she does give birth to Jesus, we then see angels appear to shepherds in a nearby field where a, a field near where Jesus was born and announce that the Savior had come. And so we see that God uses angels to speak to his people, to deliver his message, to let them know what's going to happen, but also what he needs them to do in those situations, or whether it's what to name the child or where to go or what to do. And so we do see God speak through angels so many times throughout the Bible and the Christmas and the in the birth of in the story of the birth of Jesus is no different. And so the word angel essentially means messenger. These are God's messengers who are giving messages to God's people to let them know what's going to happen, what to expect, that he's going to keep his promises, that he's true to his word, to deliver that word in the first place. And so I just thought it was really interesting that that was one way that God chose to speak to his people. And and honestly, you, you see the angels always like, do not be afraid, you know, because you're like, wait, I, I can only imagine like the fear, like you're, you know, at home washing dishes. I don't know what Mary and Zachariah were doing at the time the angel appeared to them. But it's like the fear of the unknown, like, what is this? What is happening? You know, um, and they're talking to like this angelic being and and it's an angel giving them a word from God. But then, which is also interesting, is that God doesn't always send angels to deliver his messages. So we see that God also uses his Holy Spirit as well throughout this story. So when Mary goes to visit her relative Elizabeth, the Bible tells us that Elizabeth is pregnant with John the Baptist at the time, that the baby like leaped in her stomach and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and she starts to essentially like prophesy. And what Elizabeth says in that moment is in alignment with what the angel had already spoke to Mary, 
telling her, you know, that she would birth the Messiah. And so we see a different way that God is speaking here through his Holy Spirit, just them being overcome with the Holy Spirit and then them speaking through the power of the Holy Spirit in that moment and the Holy Spirit just kind of coming down in that moment. And so I think it's interesting because like God didn't send an angel that time, you know, it was the Holy Spirit. And so that was really interesting. But then we see that God in this story also speaks through dreams. So you have Mary, Joseph's Mary, who is about to marry Joseph, right? And so Joseph finds out that Mary is pregnant and he's like, oh, snap. (laughs) It wasn't me. So he doesn't want to embarrass Mary by divorcing her or calling off the wedding. But he had planned, he thought about just kind of secretly, you know, calling off the wedding, not making a big deal about it, but just kind of being like, oh, let me distance myself from her. This is kind of a sticky situation until... God delivers a message to Joseph through a dream, letting him know what he told Mary, that that this was God's son. And Joseph, he has, I guess, clarity after that and decides not to go through with what he had been thinking or contemplating, which was to just kind of put Mary aside and not marry her. And he moves forward in that and, and to embrace Jesus as his son. And so I thought that was interesting because God speaks to Mary and Zechariah through a message from an angel, but then he comes to Joseph in a dream, right? And I think that's interesting because I wonder if God just knew that that was how Joseph would better receive his message because God's wise in that way. He he knows how we best hear from him and he's going to come to us in that way because God isn't like trying to like, trick us into hearing from him like he's not testing us when he speaks to us he wants us to get the messages that he is trying to relate to us and so that's why i think there's so many different ways that he speaks to us and so he decides to speak to joseph in a dream it's effective and joseph does essentially what god wants him to do we see again in this story god speak through dreams when it comes to the wise men so when mary and joseph they travel to Bethlehem because there was a census going on and they needed to be counted. So they travel to Bethlehem. While they're there, Mary goes into labor. There's no room in any of the inns. And so she delivers Jesus in a manger. Sometime between Mary giving birth to Jesus and then moving back to Nazareth, there are wise men who hear about the birth of Jesus. These are, the Bible tells us, they're magi from the east, right? So they're not even Israelites. And they saw a star and they knew the scriptures because when they they came to find Jesus, they, they referenced that this was the Messiah. They find out where he's at. And before they find Jesus, they actually approached King Herod to ask about his birth. In the past decade, the Action Bible has helped millions of kids across the world better understand the stories of the Bible. Through vivid illustrations and fast-paced stories, children have engaged in God's Word like never before. 
Now in 2024, there is a new edition, the Faith in Action Edition with enhanced features. The Action Bible Faith in Action Edition has a new color design, 230 Bible stories, and digital resources that will help kids grow in the knowledge of God's Word. These resources include hundreds of devotionals, prayers, timelines, maps, Bible facts, teaching videos, activities, and more. Additionally, kids will learn about seven major themes of the Bible. These themes include courage, faith, hope, love, service, trust, and wisdom. The Faith in Action Edition is the most complete illustrated Bible for kids. You can purchase your copy today of the Action Bible Faith in Action Edition at Sam's Club, Barnes & Noble, ChristianBook.com, or wherever books are sold. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcast. King Herod is like, what's going on? Who Who is this king of the Jews that is born that you talk about, right? And he's like intimidated by this. And so they go, the, the, the Magi go, they find Jesus, they give him the gifts that they have for him, which were gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And King Herod had told them, once you find Jesus, come back to me and tell me where he is. Now, King Herod had no good intentions for Jesus, which we'll you soon read later on in the account of Jesus's birth that he goes on to have young boys under the age of two all murdered in an attempt to try to kill Jesus. But it's unsuccessful because the Magi did not come back to King Herod to tell him where Jesus was because while they were with Jesus, God gave them a dream. He gave them a dream not to go back to Herod and they obeyed God and did not. They went another way to go back to where they came from. And so God had spoke to them through a dream to protect Jesus because this is the promised Messiah. He would fulfill the purpose for which God sent him. And one of the ways that God ensured that to happen was to give this dream to the Magi. And I thought that was particularly interesting because here we see God speak to men who are not Israelites and they obey. And it's it's almost like a glimpse into God's ultimate purpose for mankind, because up until this point, it was believed by God's people that the Messiah was only for them. But God's ultimate plan was that, yes, they were God's people. They would be the first to be saved, but salvation would be for all. And we see that in this moment, God is speaking not just to the Israelites, but to even people that are not. And that he's always had a heart to connect with all people for God so loved the world, the world that he sent Jesus. So anyways, I thought that was really interesting as well. But another way that we see God speak through the story of the birth of Christ is through confirmation. And I already shared with you how Elizabeth confirmed the message that Mary had received from the angel when she was overcome by the Holy Spirit, but also when Joseph had the dream. 
And it just confirmed what the angel had already told Mary that this child that she was birthing, that, that she would birth was the Messiah. And so in this, God confirmed his message in various ways. And so ultimately, my main point and why I'm so excited about all this is, one, I just love Christmas. And I, and every year I read the story of the birth of Jesus and it excites me every year because that's what Christmas is about. And it just puts me in a really good spirit. But also, I'm particularly excited about the story of Jesus's birth this year because it just confirms so much of what we've been talking about on this podcast all year long. And that is that God is speaking to us and he's speaking to us in various ways. I hope that you are not tired of me saying that to you, but I'm so excited about it because it, I hope that it empowers you to further hear from God for yourself and know that it doesn't have to be one specific way, but that there are many ways that God speaks to us. And so just as a review, I want to share with you some of the past episodes that we've talked about how God speaks to us. We talked about how, how to hear from God through his word. We talked about how to hear from God when we pray. We talked about how God speaks through our current circumstances and even our past experiences how God speaks to us through creation. We've talked about how God speaks to us through dreams and how to know if a dream is from God. We've talked about how to, how God speaks through prophecy and how to know if a prophetic word is true and how to know if someone is a false prophet. We've talked about how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and how to sense the, the, the leading of the Holy Spirit in your life. We've talked about how to know the difference between conviction and condemnation and, and how God will convict us you know, to move us in a certain direction that's always better for us, but he will not condemn us because because he loves us and that's what he sent. And he sent Jesus to show us that love and that that in Christ there's no condemnation. And we we even spoke about how to get a confirmation from God, how to confirm a word that you have received from God. And and all of this was because I want you to be empowered to hear from God yourself. I don't want you to feel like you gotta I have to listen to this person's Bible study or I have to listen to this podcast. All these supplemental materials when it comes to hearing from God and understanding his word are great, but they're just that. They're supplements. If you think about actual like vitamin supplements, like you wouldn't just take vitamins alone. No, you still need a nutritious meal every single day. Jesus is our daily bread. His word is the bread of life. And he gives his word to each and every one of us so that we can hear from him ourselves. Supplements are great. And I appreciate that. This podcast is a supplement for you, I hope. And I hope that it's great for you. But even more, I want you to know that you can hear from God yourself because he is speaking to you. And I hope that as we've discussed how God has spoken to his people, even through the story of the birth of Jesus, that it doesn't just inspire you this Christmas season, but that it encourages you to know that he wants to speak to you always because he is. It is my hope that today's episode has provided you with insightful and helpful tips on how you can pray. As a gift to you, be sure to download my free five-day prayer guide and take my prayer personality quiz to learn how you best hear and connect with God. You may find all links in today's show notes. Listen, we have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer. So I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, 
You'll share with a friend and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we will continue to learn how just like breathing, prayer can become a natural, consistent, and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me at BelovedWomen.org and join me on the Beloved Women app for unlimited videos to grow your faith, learn God's Word, and encourage your soul. Available now in the Apple and Google Play stores or at BelovedWomen.org. Thank you so much for taking time to listen today. God bless you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Are you concerned about tensions in the Middle East? Do you wonder where we're currently at in the biblical timeline? Are we really in the last days? Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Carl Muller with the Inside the Epicenter podcast. Every week, my co-host, best-selling author Joel Rosenberg, and I answer those questions and more. You'll hear inside knowledge of our meetings with leaders at the highest levels of government in the U.S., Israel, and the Middle East, equipping you to filter the news with biblically sound insights. Find Inside the Epicenter on your favorite podcast app, or go to joshuafun.com to listen and subscribe.